0: What do you guys? What would y'all's nickname, your your Western cowboy nickname, be? Well, what's what's yours for Start us off, though. I
1: what's think it's... I
0: probably squinty Squinty, you're, squinty. yeah. because yeah. yeah. I laugh or like my eyes just squint I, or I, dimples. I, maybe maybe they call me dimples I or something. I Think
2: for me, dimples. I'm so blind and glasses weren't that good. I'd probably be blind Cam or uh, shaky hands because shaky I've, hands. I have very unsteady yeah. hands. So, so
3: Slink's the, the obvious one. one. Yeah. Um. Also, just the klutz.
2: (laughs) Oh my god!
1: We gotta go rob (laughs) something now. We're going. Let's go to the bank.
2: Welcome back to the big room, where we watched an old freaking another old movie. Uh <laughs> we watched uh the good, the bad, and the ugly this week. Uh a lot of our well, not me and Carl, Nick's first western. Nick, what'd you think of your first Western?
3: Dude, I freaking love this movie. I <laughs> I didn't I underestimated how many references I was gonna get. Okay. And like I don't know. There was a lot of a lot of scenes and a lot of a lot of the music. A lot of the I don't know, man. There was just a lot that you see in current movies that I yeah, don't yeah, think I'd pick sure. up on.
2: Sergio Leone movie. Uh this movie is the third movie in the the Dollars trilogy or the, the Man with No Name trilogy, which is what I've heard it referred to as more often. Um the first being uh for fistful of dollars and then the second being for a few dollars more. And the third being this movie. Uh, in this movie, we have it stars Clint Eastwood. And all three star Clint Eastwood, um, in a nameless protagonist, although he has a name every time. Um, I don't remember what different it is. too right. I don't remember what the names are in the first two. Yeah, Manco is for a few dollars more. He's called Manco, and in the first one, I believe he's called Joe. Uh, so Joe mm-hmm. Manco, and then in this one, he's Blondie, uh, which by the way, uh, brown hair for a guy named Blondie. Yeah. <laughs> They're kind of liberal with the uh,
0: descriptions there.
2: I think Angel Eyes says at one point he's he's a this guy's got an angel with golden hair, and I'm like, no, he doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't have golden hair at all. His hair's not gold.
3: Maybe compared to everyone else, you know. Uh, I guess. I guess it was lighter. (laughs) Yeah.
2: So uh, these are in uh, this trilogy started the spaghetti western genre. Um, from what I understand I think and I've done no research but I think <laughs> that the westerns in America had kind of like run their course from what I remember Nick did you do do you know more than me
3: uh I mean a little bit I was looking up the difference between spaghetti westerns versus your typical Hollywood westerns um and it's just spaghetti westerns are a little grittier than okay what was shown in America's or in Hollywood I guess um Whereas in Hollywood Westerns, that would be very clean cut and to the point. So like if, mm-hmm. if the main character shot someone, it was like a resolution, like the good guy won over the bad versus in spaghetti Westerns. There's not necessarily good heroes. There's okay. anti heroes, so, so they're not necessarily of, a good person. More of your clean but, cut
2: John Wayne.
3: And, right. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yep. A- okay. That
2: makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so and and they're called Spaghetti Westerns because they were shot in Italy. Um and the this this trilogy of movies kicked that off uh directed by Sergio Leone uh all three of them. Uh and then we've got Clint Eastwood like I mentioned before stars in all three and then uh Lee Van Cleef actually stars in two of them. Uh Nick you've not has has anybody else seen any others in the Dollars Trilogy or is it just me? Uh-oh.
0: No, I heard a little bit about it doing research on this one, but yeah, it's not haven't seen them.
2: Gotcha. So for me, uh, the reason this one was in the list and not the other two was I'd seen the other two simple as that. Um, I went on a Western kick in 2021, two years ago. And, uh, I don't know why I think I bought this hat or this hat. And it was like, I'm a cowboy boy. So I had to watch <laughs> uh and And uh, I had seen a little bit of Fistful of Dollars before. No, I'd seen a little bit of For a Few Dollars More before. Uh, and I just hadn't seen the third one and wanted to round out the trilogy since this is considered the quintessential spaghetti western film.
0: Uh, yeah, I was going to ask really you, like watched. everything I'd seen pointed that this latest one was the best of all three and like the more masterful work. Is
3: that true, you yeah. think, or...? Well, I heard it was the best of like any Western period. Well, yeah, that too. It was the Citizen Kane of Westerns, if you will. (laughs) You two have
2: not seen the other two. I will say that for my money, this may be a hot take. And I don't know. I'm going to go ahead with it. I'm going to say that for my money, I liked the endings of the other two films more. Really, I liked the endings specifically more than huh. this.
3: Wait, you haven't seen the other two, right? No, I, I, yeah, he has, yeah, but
0: this ending is like one of the best in <laughs> you were cinema so shocked history. At
3: that. Well, because like, this ending was fantastic,
0: yeah. No, no, but, no, yeah,
2: it was good, it's <laughs> iconic. So, but, for the other two
0: yeah. to be for him to like more, is the strange. ending,
2: particularly of For a Few Dollars More, I liked more than this ending. Mm-hmm. Um. It was a little more dramatic, maybe. Um, although you know, the 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 gunfight, the standoff between the three isn't yeah, not dramatic. It's not not dramatic, but yeah, um, the plot of one of the the main plot points behind for a few dollars more, is pretty heavy um and it it, the way it resolves and the insight you get into who uh lee van cleef's character is at the end of that movie is very good and lee van cleef in in for a few dollars more plays a protagonist alongside eastwood Mm. so that's
3: uh
2: that's angel eyes which one's that angel eyes yeah so the guy with the stash um that yep yeah spoilers dies in the end uh hard to imagine it was
0: a good guy He's, he's just a, got such a villainous
2: look. He's a good guy in the second one, and actually, when he showed up on the screen in the beginning of this movie, I paused it and went, "Have I seen this?" Because <laughs> he looks <laughs> the same. He looks the same. Uh, he does play a villain. I think a little. I like him more as a villain. But his yeah. g- his gun in particular he just in, has the in, look. Uh, his gun in for a few dollars more is so sick. He's got like a carbine, like a he's got like a revolver, but he attaches a stock to it, and it oh, it's the freaking coolest.
0: Ooh. Um
2: so I think some rumors
0: that the the, the good and the bad the ugly is actually a prequel to the other two because he doesn't get I like hear. the other movies. He starts with that iconic outfit with the poncho and then this nope. one he doesn't he like gets it at the end. I don't know if that's just happenstance or whatever, but that's just a rumor I heard. So I don't know if I mean, anybody the, can confirm
3: yeah, the director shot down the idea that they were all connected like at all. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, but there's yeah, there's some, and again, I haven't seen the other two, but it seems really, like there's a lot that connects them.
2: Really, there's nothing stopping you from thinking if you want to like head canonize it. There's nothing stopping you from thinking that particularly Clint Eastwood's character is the same character in all three movies, and it's the same guy. Um, but it's just like he's in three different towns, and he's in three different stories, and what an adventurous life this guy has, or whatever. But
3: no, uh, they. But it's don't. definitely not the same the other characters no like especially like they're since, definitely playing other characters
2: right and especially since he brought lee van cleef back in a completely different role in uh the good the bad and the ugly uh that, that makes it a little harder to think that these exist in the same timeline i guess but yeah i, I think yeah. there's like the poncho watched thing, enough
3: american horror story to be able to get
2: behind yeah. the poncho thing and the fact that i think in this movie and this is way too nitpicky i think in this movie particularly clint eastwood's revolver is the oldest revolver he has out of any of the three mm. like historically I know. uh but yeah the and
0: guns... this one had the civil war and the other don't or something like that so in yeah. like the railroad there was some other kind of technical stuff but i was like i don't know my history well enough to validate the guns were something
2: um as a very very like i'm not a big gun guy but i i like him a bit the The gun porn in this movie was. Pretty neat, and it's that way for all of them. You know, just the the breaking down and the building and the reloading and the cleaning and stuff. You don't get that in a lot of a lot of other movies. Hmm. Um, I was
0: wondering about that scene when he's getting that revolver, Tuco. I was like, can you actually mix and match like pieces like that, or is that I don't that know. Like breaking?
2: I don't know about back in the day, but I think now you would blow up. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think about it and maybe like today it seems like everything's a little bit more specialized. He, he does but...
2: mention that he's got like two Smiths or whatever he said, like whatever the manufacturer was. He had a couple that that gun guy, the whatever the general store owner had a couple of the same revolver. But then he takes three guns apart. I don't know, maybe he had three and he was just trying to take the best cylinder and the best barrel and the best uh body from of the three, and make the perfect gun, and then click it, and go. You hear that? While I'm like, no, <laughs> yeah, I was like, it sounded the <laughs> same. <laughs> yeah. So, speaking of sound, uh, this is one thing that I noticed with these movies. Well, there's a couple things to talk about with sound with these films. First, <laughs> first and foremost, that the voices don't match the mouths. For yeah. the mo- and what I <laughs> that is worse in the first one. Uh, in the first one, not, not even Clint Eastwood is really close from what I remember, uh, in his dialogue in the first movies, because, um, I guess of a couple reasons for one, they're shot in Italy. So not all the actors spoke English. So especially more minor characters, like ruffians and gang members that are just there to get shot in 10 minutes. Um, their voices, like you can just tell they're not even They're not speaking English, so they'll like move their Mm. mouths. Or some of them stop moving their mouths like way too early, and the English lines just keep going.
3: (laughs) Um, There was, uh, there were a couple scenes where, because I watched with headphones, and it would go. I was hearing, I was hearing them talk in both ears. And oh yeah, that happened to me too. And then when they would go off screen, so you weren't seeing the character, but you're still hearing them. It would go only to my right or only to my left. I'm wondering if that's just how they chopped it up, maybe.
0: Yeah. That was driving me crazy because I thought my headset was just disconnecting and I was like, what is going on?
3: But <laughs> <Like, literally>, immediately <laughs> yeah. I picked back up on both and I'm like, I I don't know. Well, the bigger problem is I can't hear well out of my right ear. So oh, yeah. that was oh, kind yeah. of a nightmare. So you had that experience oh,
2: like really? if you listen to the Beatles remastered albums that aren't mono, you'll have yeah. like singing in one ear and like all of the instruments and sitars and whatever else yep. You know they're doing in the right. It's the worst. Um, but the other thing that drives me, that's, that's an easy enough thing to get, to look past, at least for me, the voice is not matching. Uh, it didn't,
0: I didn't really notice half the time. I was like, this is not really, well, you get sucked in. You don't care anymore to be. Yeah. And like, you start to really
2: seems like he was off
1: sync. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, True.
2: The thing that did drive me crazy though, and and this was particularly in the, uh, the scene where we're introduced to angel eyes and he walks in on that uh war vet or whatever who he's been hired to kill and the dude's like eating with his family. The Foley in that scene is pretty bad. Uh and Foley is um the like added sound effects in posts. So like footsteps, you know, and the the eating noises and all the gun clicking. That's all foley uh work. So there are Foley artists who, you know, walk on they've got shoes on their hands and they're walking on different ground textures and crunching vegetables with their hand to make eating sounds and stuff like that's, that's still a totally a thing that happens today. Uh, but it was just like, you know, there would be some crunches of food that sounded just whack. And then, you know, he'd chew and you'd hear it twice. But then for the next 10 shoes, it was non-existent sound. There was no sound. I don't know mm-hmm. that that the Foley work in this movie left something to be desired. And what, what puzzles me about it is we've seen movies from the forties and they're fine. And this movie is
3: from the 60s. This felt way older than the 60s, I way older. Way older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking like these guys, 20 years before they shot this, were watching my least favorite movie of all time, Casablanca. We're watching or Citizen, Citizen Kane. Yeah. And it feels like this should take place. And maybe it's like the setting of the movie or the time frame of the movie. Maybe it's, I don't know when it's supposed to take place. Like it feels way like older. Well,
2: settings in the 1860s, I think, because we're, we're set around yeah, the Civil yeah. War. I think Carl said 1862. Or oh yeah, or yeah. So. I think uh, that's what I saw. May,
3: yeah. Maybe that's why it felt older, but yeah, it, it definitely felt it, older. It had to be
2: budgetary, or, or I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh I wish I was informed. It was shot entirely in Italy. Yeah, yeah. They're all shot in Italy.
0: It's parts of it, I was like, this looks like Nevada. I didn't know it. There was places like in italy that looked like the and
2: i wonder if they were shot in italy on a budget because hollywood was just westerns just weren't working anymore so maybe they just didn't have the backing and that's why some of the stuff is a little off um and maybe maybe they didn't use foley in the 40s i don't know i don't know maybe they maybe they might like did everything with microphones on set and foley was a new thing in the 60s um again Podcast by idiots. We have no idea what's happening. So. <laughs> yeah. But uh, what I did, what I did love though is I, I think we all we all rented this movie on an internet, um, and because of that, I, I think we all watched 4K remastered versions of this film. Mm-hmm. What I love is that real film grain. Oh yeah, old.
0: dude. Yeah, I could look at it it. movie. It gets all the like grimy details, all the dirt and sweat uh, on their faces are so crisp and just like. It's it really puts funny. you in there. You feel you feel the heat of the sun, and it's like it really holds up. It's just yeah, funny how like film.
2: how like grain is like attributed with crappiness now. You know, in the digital world, mm-hmm. like when you have grain, it's looking terrible. But man, when it was real film grain, it looks so good. Yeah, so good. you can't beat so. that. I love that. I also I think Dan- I can't remember if it was Danielle or Nick that had a gripe about pre roll credits. I like the pre roll credits in in older movies like this. They're so oh, long. Yeah. man. they're long, but it gave me time to go, you know, get a drink and sit down, and I'm still listening you did that to music. Before and, the movie. Well, but I don't. I I did it most of it before the movie, and I'm like, oh, there's pre roll credits. I can go turn the fan on and. You know, turn this lamp off and whatever. I, I like it. It gives me time to kind of get sit, sat down, and settled yeah. and ready to watch a movie before I have to yeah, it.
0: put me in the mindset. Exactly. Like I was, yeah, as soon as right. it happened, and it, you know, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh my god, I gotta, I'm gonna have to immediately go watch the Community paintball episode after this because it was <laughs> oh like just god. exactly those, like a parody. Well, and aren't those yeah,
2: aren't those named after these movies? Oh yeah, they are called like for a few paintballs more like that. Yeah. 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 Oh my god, that's great.
3: Yeah, so they're 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 based on stuff.
2: Um, so anyway, we've got I'll I'll go over slight pop points. I mean, we've got Clint Eastwood's character named Bondy, and he's the good, right? So each each title in the or each I guess part of the title, the good, the bad, and the ugly, represents one character from the movie. Uh, the good is Clint Eastwood, who we meet last. We meet ugly first, and that's um, Tuco. Uh, mm-hmm. He's the ugly, and he's escaping from a bounty, which he does all the time. <laughs> uh, but he's not escaping with Clint Eastwood for this part. And then we've got the bad, which is uh, Angel Eyes, which is um, oh Lee Van Cleef's character is Angel Eyes again. He's a villain in this movie and a, and a protagonist in the previous. Um, so we meet them uh, in pretty much reverse order, right? We meet well, I guess we see yeah, no. We see uh, Tuco first, but he's just like crashing through a window and running away. <laughs> yeah, it's like we... a real brief intro. Or did we get and to And then kind of cuts. Did we get to yeah, it? Yeah, it, so it, it, it might be u- ugly, of... bad, he... good.
1: Yeah. But in, bad, the, good. in the Italian
2: version, it is the good, the ugly, and the bad in, in Italian. The title? Yeah. Oh, huh. I don't know. I guess why? Well, maybe Maybe it has more of a ring in Italian. Exactly. Maybe in Italy, it's it's more sing-songy in that language than in ours. But if you look at old Italian posters, they have them listed as uh, Eastwood, Van Cleef, and Eli Wallach as as the good, the uh, the ugly, and the bad, or rather, Eli Wallach Mm -hmm. and Lee Van Cleef. Um, So well, to make
3: things to make things even more confusing, when they released the trailer in the U.S., they accidentally labeled um, the good guy. Or Kalini. sorry, the bad Lee Van Cleef? What is Eyes. What is Angel Eyes? Thank you. Jeez. They labeled Angel Eyes <laughs> as the ugly and Tuco as the, the bad. bad. Oh, which just threw well. everyone off. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> they're know, all over the place, man. To give
3: a yeah. to give a <laughs> overview of
2: the characters, I guess. Um, you know, Clint Eastwood's great as he is. He's a little well, he's always like he always plays a good guy in the movies, but like a not lawful good, right? If that makes sense, and yeah, like it's D&D kind of like
0: talks. 100% neutral good or like whatever. I don't even know the classification. He might even be chaotic good though. Well, chaotic good is no, that's lawful. Yeah, well, I don't know the distinction. I've never um, figured yeah, that out. I don't. know, I know what you guys are neutral. doing. I don't know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know the format. I don't know what they mean because <laughs> you know we learn that he's like a chaos agent, um, mm. helping. So Tuco's wanted, uh, and he keeps rescuing Tuco, but turning him in. And then as Tuco's being hung, he like claims the bounty money and then just shoots Tuco free. They run off, his bounty goes up, and they do it again and split the money fifty fifty. That's like their arrangement. Um and I guess he gets tired of the arrangement and abandons Tuco in the desert. <laughs> um at well one he's point, like
1: he's
3: he says you're not gonna be worth more than three thousand dollars, which is like the third time. Yeah, it's the third time. Just not
0: cost effective anymore.
1: well, it's the third time that we gone. see,
3: right? Oh, yeah, true. So then
2: he's like, leaves yeah, him. Sometimes it's time to get to that number. Yeah. Uh, leaves him in the desert, but Tuco walks to a town, and then that's when we get the scene we were talking about where Tuco goes to a general store and starts messing with guns and stuff, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, and then he captures Clint Eastwood as Clint Eastwood is doing the same thing to a different guy he's got another Shorty, region yeah. with. Yeah, Is it Shorty was his name? Yeah. And then poor Shorty gets hung. Rest in peace. Because yep. Tuco puts a gun in a Clint Eastwood's ear right as he's about to shoot Shorty down. Uh, and then he's like, sorry, Shorty, as he gets let off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Super good. And then um, that's when we, we get to the, like, I guess, I don't, I feel like we're misusing or overusing MacGuffin, but we get we get to the, like, the main thing that moves the plot along, which is... Uh, Tuco I think par- it's a MacGuffin. Yeah, Tuco parades uh, uh, Blondie, Clint Eastwood, through the desert, just like he just like what happened to him in reverse, but way further out with full on intention of killing him, like shoots his water jug, starts drinking Mm -hmm. water, washing his feet in water to torture him. Uh, And then they, he comes across a, uh, what I learned was like a, I guess the civil war version of an ambulance in the desert. That's just like tearing ass to the desert. It's just four horse drawn carriage. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tuco stops it and it's full of dead people, which is gross. Um, And he, Steals some stuff off of them. Steals some snuff. Steals some uh, watches and whatnot, jewelry. And then one of them has a, um, I guess a. Well, he had like the snuff pouch, and I forget that dude's name. It was because Tuko. Bill, Bill Carson. Bill uh, Carson. And we know that name from earlier in the in the introduction to Angel Eyes. He's hunting a guy named Bill Carson because Bill Carson has buried two hundred thousand dollars of Confederate gold somewhere, and only he knows Which, where.
0: I was a little confused about the origin of the money. Like, I'm sure I miss it in the dialogue, but can anybody clarify for me? Because I'm a little squee wow. I that.
2: think it was Confederate gold that was supposed to be used for something in the war and just was misappropriated and stolen. I
3: can't remember, though. Gotcha. Hmm. Um, honestly, never even cared to think about that till this moment yeah because it doesn't kind of matter there's buried treasure <laughs> Cause and... it's a
0: lot of money and yeah, i'm like right. nobody
3: like yeah so or it just seems
0: like yeah thousand was a lot of money back then so two hundred thousand was like what millions today or something oh
2: tons and tons and tons yeah.
0: so and yeah tons. So it's a lot of money for us like so where did this come from and then like how did he get a hold of it how do you acquire it and since like i don't know i was kind of fuzzy on that and I didn't even realize the guy in the beginning that when we meet Angel Eyes was like an ex-soldier I just thought he was I didn't a farmer I, I, so, guess yeah, I, was like, not, I don't know if I'm just supposed to assume some of the stuff or if it made sense when it came out and just, I think I'm we were supposed to
2: I think we were supposed to assume that maybe retroactively because he was missing a limb but we we're not aware at that oh, point right. that Civil War set but they're one of the biggest losses in the Civil War was limbs because of all the cannonballs and, and round ball like 50 caliber ball shot that just took your whole leg off essentially Um, good lord and that's right around the time we had the uh technology to amputate without killing people (laughs) um by chloroform chloroform (laughs) them instead and then ripped their legs off um so we're the first uh well not the first prosthetics the egyptians had the first prosthetics who cares anyway we got this confederate gold cameron knows a lot about this (laughs) i I know a little bit about everything (laughs) Uh, but not all of the facts. So I'm just mostly wrong about a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> so we've got um oh the Confederate gold and it's this guy. He knows where it's buried, right? But he doesn't tell him. He tells Tuco. Uh, it's the gold is in this like cemetery, cemetery, which yeah, is yeah, Sad Hill, yeah, Sad Hill. I think. But yeah. then he runs off. The dude starts croaking because he's been wounded from battle. And now he's in the desert for God knows how long. Uh, they actually reference a couple of times how far away the desert where they're at is from the Union and the Confederacy and the town. Like they're just in this middle of this Bermuda Triangle of horrible. Um, and uh, he starts croaking. So Tuco goes off to get him water. But while he gets him water, Glenn Eastwood, who we had, I guess, almost assumed was dead at this point, uh, Blondie. He's kind of just out
0: of the picture at this point. Yes,
2: he crawls up to the the wagon and gets the name of the grave marker the name on the tombstone so we now we've got this duality of tuco's got the location but blondie's got the name so they again have to form a um troubled partnership uh which (laughs) is full of more backstabbings on both (laughs) sides but largely from tuco which is why he's the ugly because he's an ugly person i guess
3: (laughs) um He's got an ugly personality. He does.
2: Yeah. Is it worse to be bad or ugly?
0: Oh. <laughs> Probably. Maybe that's a question for the end and a question ugly. we can pose to the uh I guess viewers. I, I guess <laughs> the
2: the follow-up question is what's what does worse mean? You right? Know? Mm. Is it worse mm. to be bad or ugly? I mean, I don't know. Both can be off-putting to others around you. I mean,
0: they're all pretty morally gray, but I mean, I guess Angel Eyes is more—he's worse because he just kills and cold so blood, like how, he shot the guy through the pillow he, and all that. Well, I guess
2: Angel Eyes uh, weasels his way into the union. He's not, but you know he's. I like, was wondering how he got that gig. I don't know connections. Yeah, or, must be or just smooth talking. I mean, in the same way that maybe Tuco and Blondie get into the union later. To yeah, uh, just, at the just, bridge, just shuts yeah. up. <laughs> Everybody's—they start off in Confederate uh clothes and that's that seems really funny. When they steal the they steal <laughs> yeah. the ambulance uh after was that after Clint Eastwood had gotten fixed up? It was. It had to have been.
0: Yeah, yeah um, they just left the uh monastery and um after Tuco met his brother.
2: Yeah, which was Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess a but they gave us that to move Tuco's character development along a little bit. Um this movie's long yeah and they,
0: Really really long long. movie. I I thought it was two hours long. When it was three hours long, I was like, oh, boy.
2: (laughs) I guess there are two cuts, and we all watched the longer one because it's just what was out there. Um, But it's funny. Well, Carl was talking about making the outline last night, or this morning, and I was like, man, it's funny. Like, five to seven things happen in this movie, but they all happen forever. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, man, we've only got a couple. We've got three characters. That's it. You've really only got three characters that matter, yeah. and it's just man, it takes a long time to develop anything in in this uh, in this movie.
0: Yeah, at that point where you're talking about when they when he gets the one side of the information, and then uh, Clint Eastwood's character gets the the name, that's where the the story really starts. And that's like I was, I had a new, like when I was watching this, I was like, this could have been like a six part series. Like they could have broke this up into like multiple episodes, the way because there's so there's so many turns and there's little tiny stories within the story, kind of like pulp fiction had three stories within it. Right. This felt like it had like four or five little stories and it could have been like serialized or something. Right, because it'd be kinda we, cool to cut yeah, it was, like that and see.
1: It was
3: like every. Th- 30 minutes it was something completely different and you had no idea what you were getting next
0: some new location some new thing they had to do like the bridge was a whole different episode like it really could have been broken into a bunch of different little stories
2: that could have been probably six or so 20 minute episodes you're right but it's it's yeah i mean that's a that's an interesting way of looking at it um Interesting way of looking at it. It's so, a very
3: 2023 way of looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, every, so everything's a mini series. It'd
0: easier to digest if it was broken up into little stories. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, three hours is a long movie. There were some parts Ugh. of
2: it where I was like, this is getting a little gratuitous and a little long-winded. Like, like the Tuco in the desert with Blondie scene. I'm like, man, well, they could wrap this up, <laughs> you know? They and really, uh, yeah, they were afraid to drag out a scene. Yeah, they they weren't, and I I appreciate that though about older films in the yeah. in the modern modern age of you know i
0: just didn't expect it i think i expected a faster paced more western cowboy shoot 'em up kind of movie i don't think i expected the civil war to play nearly as much of a an impact to the story as it did. Right. I don't think I expected like as many turns as it took. I, th- I think I expected more of a straightforward story. And then when I saw the time, I was like, well, there's no way they can make it straightforward and three hours long.
2: The Westerns <laughs> so, you've um, seen, have they all been more modern, like nineties, two thousands,
0: two thousand tens? More modern. I've like, seen like the newer true grit with like Josh Brolin. I've seen like a uh, tombstone. Um and that really kind of ends for my, I haven't really seen too many Westerns. So gotcha. Um, Does, I didn't really know what to, to expect. on
2: I've never seen it. <laughs> I've never seen it. I don't know. Uh the only westerns I've seen are Eastwood westerns. I've seen obviously all three of these movies. And then I think The Outlaw Josie Wells, if that's what that movie's called. The one with the train in it, I think. I don't remember. But yeah. So I, I you know, you- I'm not I'm not well versed in westerns either by any means, but all the ones I've seen are from the sixties. So um, the pacing was as I expected, but much longer in this movie. I don't think that the other two are this long. Um,
0: I in,
3: didn't in expect trilogy. them to use silence as much as they did. Yeah, nobody or not talked. necessarily silence yeah. or just like not the talking. first ten
0: minutes or the like the movie. There's really no yeah the first dialogue. eleven
3: minutes of the movie, and then there there was a couple scenes where it was like uh, I made note of a couple. Yeah, yeah, so the obviously the last standoff, we'll get there. The last standoff, I had like anxiety waiting for something to happen. Such a good scene. Um, but we get that montage of Tuco um, trying to find down, or track down Blondie. And he goes, and we mm. see him stopping by all the campfires. And, and like, picking up the cigar the butts, cigars. yeah. And then, yeah, and then he keeps doing it, and there's no smoke, doing it, there's no smoke. And then the last one, we see him, he takes a puff, and there's, he's... Got right, it's still down. lit. you can like see it in his eyes he's like all right i'm close whatever like but we get no dialogue at all during that and it's a good chunk of the movie I, I but they're really still
2: like that though telling the story it moves along and just with other narrative like it lets the yep. you know exactly what he's doing just because he's picking up those those cigar ends and that's yeah. That's great, and and you can
0: see it on his face when he knows and it clicks that he's like I'm close because this right. is still warm. Like and, yeah, you don't need they, yeah they don't they don't waste they don't like tell you stuff that you can figure out on your own with the context. Well, closes, and they also they really they nice. earn
2: that though because they show you even if you hadn't seen the other two, which you guys hadn't, you yeah, know this is a show don't tell movie. Yeah, you know at that point though that Clint Eastwood smokes a hundred thousand cigars because he's offered yeah. them to people. You've just seen them, so you know they don't have to tell you. I'm hunting down Blondie because you know what he's doing. Yeah, uh, and I, I really appreciated that about about uh, that story.
3: That's too. what was really fascinating to me, though, was before. Like, obviously, it's my first Western. I'd never seen it before, but going in, I had an idea of who I thought Clint Eastwood's character was, and it was a correct idea.
1: Oh, really? Like what I knew it that? was like. What do you like, mean by
3: that? Well, I just expect. I expect for whatever reason, and I think it's because it's just this movie being referenced in pop culture so much or in movies or shows, whatever. Like I expected him to be that no nonsense, like kind of smug gunslinger who loves cigarettes or loved cigars. Like, I don't know my, what I expected him to be turned out to be exactly who his character was. Yeah,
2: And one of the interesting things about his character too, is that he doesn't talk very much. He's one of the least talking characters in any of the three movies but when he talks he's like the smartest guy like he's yeah. he's five mm-hmm. steps ahead of everybody else and i really Dude, like, I, like that.
3: I literally was going to say i wrote down he's five steps ahead of everyone like he's always he's thinking he's chess. always yes
2: everyone else is playing checkers exactly and i really love mm-hmm. that about because but the other thing is too it's not like uh and this is a this is a phenomenon that you see like when you compare these older movies to newer things uh and I've heard this elsewhere and I don't remember from where, maybe it's complete baloney, but uh, this is true of Harrison Ford in the Indiana Jones films too. He gets the crap beat out of him. Like he loses a lot. Yeah. And yeah. I, th- I think I heard it talked about in, in it was not to put the rock down, but in a reference to Dwayne, the rock Johnson, like he has it in his contract that he's not, you cannot have the rock have the snot beat out of him in movies. Like the Rock always has to look like the strongest alpha, and he can never lose. Yeah, this but unbeatable character that makes for weaker realistic. protagonists. Yeah, because you don't get to like you don't go through the full spectrum. I guess they do it more emotionally these days than physically. I guess like you know, John Wick's dog or whatever. But like I, I want to. It's I, just
0: a less relatable hero. Right. Like
2: I, I like watching Indiana Jones get the crap beat out of him. It's the best. I don't know, but. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they're not heroes because they're not. They never lose. They're because they get back up. That's the reason exactly. we Exactly. Yes, uh,
3: Tuco. That's just the kind just of. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Tuco. Uh, there's multiple times where Tuco almost kills Blondie. Like he's yeah. almost successful. Mm-hmm. In yeah. the desert, he has a gun to his head right before the horses show yep. up on the wagon or whatever. When he you got the him in the hotel. A... Yeah, in the hotel, he has a noose around his neck. About ready to get the chair or whatever the window thing, and like him. that. He comes in through the window. Bomb comes in.
0: Yeah, he
2: comes in through the, the window. There,
1: Spurs,
0: my friend.
2: And that's one point where you're like, oh wait, Tuco's also got tricks. Yeah, you know he's yeah. also really yeah, right. yeah, yeah, He's like, he's I said his... when he
0: put the the revolver together, I was like, okay, he's like, he's not an idiot. Like he knows what he's doing. He knows how to track. He knows how to build. He's like, well, he's knowledgeable in the guns, you know. So he's not like this fool. He's just kind of we a little bit. We've <laughs> like, got three
2: pretty well. Like, I mean, he's he. Uh, yes, Tuco gets himself in the most trouble the whole time. You know, yeah. he gets captured and has but to. But that's es- the ugly part of him. Has to, <laughs> He has to escape the way he escapes. <laughs> that's what the, makes him ugly. The, he, the way he escapes the the, the Union train. Uh, after him and uh, Blondie get captured. Yeah. When when nope. they think that they're riding towards confederate soldiers but it's just dusty like desert dusty union guys (laughs) who just brush off their i forget i forget blondie's line there uh
3: god uh, hates idiots too god hates us
2: too because we're idiots or something like
3: that he had a good he he had a lot of good one-liners towards tuco i thought yeah yeah and uh, The, uh,
2: it's so good. I you really. There's
0: one where uh, Angel Eyes wrote him a note. It was later when he like when they kind of picked <laughs> off his posse. He's yeah, like, yeah. it says, "See you later, idiots. It's for you. <laughs> See you soon, idiot. idiot, idiot something like that. She can't it. read it. Yeah. 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 It's oh for you. man.
2: It's so good. I I really enjoyed it. I, I for uh, yeah. This is is this the longest movie we watched? Have we had another one go over the three hour mark. I don't think so. I think this Not is over the longest the three on Gangs was like
0: 2.30 or something like that. No, And that felt longer.
2: We've got Gone with the Wind, Nick. That's four oh, hours. Boy. Oh my God. That's a four-hour movie. <laughs> As my dad says, get a snack. That's a four-hour movie. Yeah,
3: so, I'm going to need an intermission for that.
2: Uh, Do one. Set a two-hour timer. Uh, That's definitely one we're going to want to watch on a Saturday. <laughs> Not a Tuesday night yeah. right before we do the show. You probably yeah. won't watch that one multiple times. Unless I, I just
0: really <laughs> happen to love it.
2: I felt an interest i had an interesting feeling during this movie in that i felt that it was long but not i didn't i didn't love that it was long you know like i was aware it's not like pulp fiction where they just breezed by right and the movie was over right this right. movie felt really long but i was really interested the whole time it was, I was engaged yeah. the whole time and the
0: scenes they dragged out needed to be dragged out like the when you know he's when um Blondie was being dragged to the desert. We had to suffer through that with him, you know, and that put us in his shoes. And then the same when like Tuco's running through the cemetery trying to find it, it's like it had to show the scale of the cemetery. So it's like they had to be long, but yeah, you definitely you could feel the length of this
1: movie. The, the bridge scene
0: than, where they're planting yeah. the
2: TNT on the bridge. Like that
0: was just yeah. So
3: okay. Someone explain that to me. Why did they care to blow that bridge up?
2: So from what, I, from what they said is that the Union General, or wait, Captain, Colonel, Captain yeah. Captain, the Union Captain wanted to blow it up. And he said he had dreams of blowing it up and he even had a plan of how he would like to blow it up. But the higher command would have court-martialed him if he had blown it up. Meaning yeah. that I guess it was deemed enough as an asset to both sides to where neither side wanted to destroy it, but they would have rather fought over it. Um, mm. so normally when you're blowing bridges up, you're preventing, um, like someone from getting to you. Um, right. You know what I mean? But they, I guess the union wanted to go across as much as the Confederacy did to the point where union command was like, you do not blow this bridge up or fighting for it. So in the, the, one of the lines that the captain says right before is like, think of the thousands of men I could save if, if this bridge was yeah. gone. So he's thinking of his soldiers um and is furious that... Uh, that Which everything purchased.
0: he was saying before that made it seem like he could care less, but... um Right. Well, that's... Maybe he was just trying... Had a few more drinks and was revealing his true color. I actually do well,
2: care. <laughs> or or yeah. just his alcoholism was a severe PTSD-induced coping mechanism. And we see that on the yeah. Confederate side earlier in the movie when, when, um, when Angel Eyes is in the Confederate camp looking for... Uh, what's the dude's
3: name? Um, Bill... Bill Carson. Bill Carson. Bill Carson. Previously
2: Um, Jackson I think Previously uh, many names so
3: Yeah Um, Side note about that bridge that I thought was hysterical They constructed it for the movie And it was a life-size bridge And they blew it up Like at scale Like it was a real explosion Yeah Whatever The first time they did it, it destroyed all the cameras that were filming it. Oh my god. It destroyed like (laughs) the cameras. So they reconstructed an entire like full size bridge just to blow it up again. So did you see hysterical? Did
2: y'all see when the bridge exploded? So a Blondie and Tuco like duck in that sandbag area, right? Mm -hmm. And the bridge explodes and a huge piece of shrapnel like hits one of the sandbags <laughs> to the right of the scene, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Eli Wallach almost just had his leg taken off. There was by... a lot of
0: scenes that I was like, "How did they film that?" Like when a cannonball would hit a horse and the horse would go flying, And I was like, "That happened. That
2: horse <laughs> fell over."
1: <laughs> you don't have stunt yes, horses. I know exactly what like... you're about. <laughs> no, there
0: are <laughs> stunt horses.
3: I don't know if that was one, but, but there are stunt horses. It, it <laughs> hell, unbelievable!
0: So, if it was a stunt, like that's
3: who goes... Tuko's character, uh, well, what's the actor's name? Cameron. Uh, Eli he just Wallach. Said it. So he almost died three times on set. Oh uh, one God. during the train scene. Uh, another time, point. I'm not sure. If that's all I read was that gotcha. it was during got the got train scene where he where he's got the when he's trying to yeah, cut cuff the cuffs. Exactly. Um, he also had an incident on a horse when they were filming one of the new scenes and he had his hands tied and the horse got loose and he rode for a mile with his hands tied <laughs> Oh my um, god! <laughs> and then this one is freaking hysterical um, apparently one of the like production people for some reason had a thing of acid like a glass of acid no. and put it and sit it down beside of his just water thing that oh he drinks on the horse god. so he just took uh... a big swig of acid <laughs> I'm like holy crap <laughs> <laughs> that's a hard. Oh, man.
2: That's a hard day at work. Movie. You know, this like when go, you You man. know when you forget, like you've gotten sprite at McDonald's and you like take oh, a sip yeah, and you, you think it's water. water. <laughs> Imagine that, but it's acid. That's a bad day. That's a bad oh, oh day. day. What if it was all one day? It's like, man, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. honey, it's you would not believe day. my day.
1: You wouldn't believe really <laughs> <did> that. <bad. laughs> So, why
3: would you have a glass of acid? Like, yeah. Why are you just carrying that around? Don't put that on the table. Like, Yo, what's <laughs> like, the, put a lid we, on that one? We are not. We're forgetting one of the, the one of the best actors. In the,
2: who's the the guy with no legs that they call like Stumpy? Oh, or what like
3: <laughs> <laughs> You're half he a soldier so or whatever. many Names. Many yeah. names. Oh, I wish I wrote him down, dude. <laughs> that I was poor rolling. guy. Oh man, we're not supposed to make
2: fun of people, and they don't. Uh, but shoot us river um, So the music in this movie I want to talk about Two oh. of, the, of the, the The musical pieces I forget mm-hmm. who orchestrated it um, I'll never find it Even though I've I got do know ID. one <laughs> fact About
0: the music Go ahead I don't, I don't want to step on Nick's toes if he's got one I'll oh. you Yeah go ahead So whatever the uh, Director's name is Leone. Leon
2: Yes, Sergei Leon.
0: Whoever, the, whoever composed the music did it before the movie, so uh, Leon would let the scenes drag out, which might have impacted why some of these scenes were so long. Because he liked the music so much, he wanted oh. to like hear it all.
2: I bet that okay. was the graveyard spinning yep. scene. And <laughs> he's like, "I love this song." <laughs> yeah, so two, I mean, two that, songs. That and the finale songs are fantastic. Two songs yeah. in this movie that stuck out to me. Obviously, the uh, intro song. The wah wah wah, like that's in po- yeah. that's in pop culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, everybody. You think westerns? You whistle that? Then
1: I,
0: yeah.
2: I, I just never seen the movie. So. Yeah,
3: yeah. I didn't know that was like, I guess originated movie. here with
2: this yeah. movie. Yeah. The other one though, and I don't remember what the song is, is the it's it's in the graveyard scene where uh, Tuco is he gets to Sad Hill and he's just we have that horrible camera shot of it just spinning around him and I'm like vomiting in my living room. <laughs> yeah. Yep. The song they're playing during that is the the uh I forget what the ads are called. I got I got to pull it up. But the the Modello commercials that they play during sports, the Fighting Spirit. Uh <laughs> okay. that's 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 the that's Modelo like some... song. So I had that, like that DiCaprio like like snap moment at my television <laughs> for, for that
0: meme format in every episode. <laughs> <laughs> and that's I've not awesome seen the movie. Have you seen the movie? The movie? Yeah. Have you seen
2: the movie? Is that Wolf of Wall Street? No, that that's
0: um, the Hollywood one. Once upon a, Once time, upon a time, time in Hollywood.
2: Hollywood, the one with the, the Manson murders at the end. Spoilers. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. That that's. uh I immediately thought of just modello because that's the song they use for their fighting spirit ads, uh and it was. I wonder how much that cost him. I don't know. But a uh, great song and I I had lo- always loved those commercials because of that song and I'm like, oh, now I get to think of a scene that almost made me puke. <laughs> <laughs> That's ruined. Uh, and then drink till you puke. So, man, what a full circle. Uh, the the graveyard scene though. Let's talk about the end of the movie. Um man, yeah. Cuz it had a great ending. So, we we get the, they blow the bridge up, right? Mm-hmm. After the Civil War, uh whole combat they they make a point to say that uh there's going to be a gap in the fighting when both sides get their wounded uh thing that happened by the way if you haven't watched the ken burns uh civil war docuseries it it was on netflix a million years ago i watched it in my apartment uh whenever that was 2017 or 18 uh really long it's like 19 20 hours worth of documentary uh and it really paints the horrors of the civil war in a in a Really vivid picture, um, and uh, I was thinking about it a lot during the Civil War scenes. So I never finished it because it's so damn long. But the Ken Burns Civil War documentaries, all Ken Burns documentaries are worth your time. But that that's one of the ones that I've seen that I really enjoyed. But uh, they they make a point to say that they uh, pause in the combat to get their wounded. Totally a thing that happened. So they start grabbing wounded. And uh, Clint Eastwood or uh, Blondie rather and Tuco grab a gurney and put some explosives on it and then just run into <laughs> yeah. the middle of a war zone. And at one point they like half-ass pick up a wounded guy and then are like, nah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to like, yeah. You know, well, like, the other people. Be like, yeah, hey, we're helping. It. All right, drop it. Right, let's right, go. Yeah. And like, ah, oh, this just guy just up. died just in the second. Yeah. And then they go and spend twenty years. Nothing Not we can up. do. <laughs> and then if they... there wasn't
3: a bunch of explosives on the gurney that were very visible They're like oh yeah we brought (laughs) this we
2: can't fit this guy (laughs) our our bed of our truck is full here so they (laughs) blow up the bridge and then we see the captain uh smile because it's all he wanted was the bridge blown up and you can't court martial non-combatants i guess so um, they get away with it and then uh that we have this whole conflict because sad hills on the other side uh, on the confederate side so they cross and they get to uh this church where we have a moment um which you meant, you alluded to earlier, Carl. We have a moment with Blondie oh, yeah. where they, they go to this church which um, has a dying Confederate soldier in it. And uh, Clint Eastwood like, goes and sees it. It's like a gut shot, which is, you're shot. Well, you're dead. Uh, <laughs> he goes to the young guy and uh, gives him a puff of his cigar, but then just eventually leaves it to him, I guess, puts his coat over him, and then takes a poncho. And that's when we get the poncho, we get the look, yeah. which I expected yeah. to happen far earlier in the movie. And we yeah, I thought we'd in. be
0: introduced to him like that, and I was like, I oh, know. I guess this. Uh. I know.
3: I don't. Uh, I I didn't recognize the poncho as a significant thing. I think. I guess it, I've never seen the the poster shot else outside of, of
2: him with the cigar in his mouth. He's got the poncho. Like it's it's the freeze frame oh, okay. from the movie, yeah. you know. And yeah, I think yeah. he. I could be wrong. I feel like he's got it in the other two. Um, uh, I think that's what yeah he
0: starts at, like in that outfit and the other two and that's where yeah that theory was like well this is a prequel because he gets it at
2: the end so but you know he tied really makes together this white boy want a poncho <laughs> 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 so um, uh, while Clint Eastwood is messing with this guy though uh, Tuco steals the soldier's horse and just starts riding towards the uh, graveyard um, which is a graveyard, by the way. The difference between a graveyard and a cemetery is that graveyards are attached to churches. They are a church yard with graves oh. in it. Oh. Uh, another useless fact that I know. Um,
3: so I'm glad I now know
2: that. No, 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 there was a distinction. There, there is, is a distinction. There, there isn't more effectively... In
0: your sentence, you say cemetery.
2: Yeah, there isn't effectively one now, but <laughs> cemeteries exist because graveyards got too big. There was too many dead people. Uh, So, they uh, moved them off site of churches and, and those became cemeteries. So, graveyard when it's attached to a church, cemetery when it's not. Um, Interesting. Pretty neat and completely pointless. <laughs> so, uh, Tuko rides off and uh, Blondie shoots a cannon at him <laughs> twice. Just perfectly lined up. Perfectly. <laughs> like it just happened right to down. be there. And then yeah. it happened to also. uses a cigar to, to light, it. light it, which is so bad. Pretty clutch. Yep. So cool and uh shoots it twice too so he loads we see him with like the ream rod the ramrod uh as if he had loaded packed this cannon in 15 seconds and then fired another yeah. one. It's hilarious because that takes two people forever um and
0: uh yeah we've seen how slow he moves in the whole movie there's no way he packed it quickly oh
2: i forgot <laughs> though when they're setting the tnt they tell each other their side of the secret right oh so yeah, yeah. Tuco yeah, yeah yeah tells him that it's sad hill and uh Clint Eastwood uh, Blondie gives Tuco Blondie. the name. Um Arch Stanton. Arch Stanton. So then yeah. Tuco runs off and we get the Modello commercial song and this horrible shot <laughs> that we've been talking about where uh Tuco's like running in a circle and there's just a tracking shot like chasing him, but the background's spinning so fast and they do it for so long it's pretty nauseating. <laughs> uh and we we're in that graveyard bewildered with Tuco for what, two minutes? It's like it's that, a long time. It's that whole orchestral piece, which I'm fine with because I'm going. It's the beer song in my living room, <laughs> yeah. but it was a little long, man. And that that spinning shot was just brutal for me. Yeah, um,
0: it had to be an existing cemetery graveyard too, right? I don't know because
2: they there's didn't build no because there were so, so many like
3: surface buried people. Mm.
2: I, I guess Nick, do you have a fact about it?
3: The, I do have a fact. Um, that they built that graveyard for the movie. Yeah. And then after the fact, because the movie was such such a success, they like in real life built a like fake graveyard, I guess, or like build part of that. Maybe the circle part. They built part of it in real life as like a a monument to the movie, which was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I hope it's the
2: bricks part because that's where they have that gunfight. Uh, But to get to the gunfight, Tuco finds the grave right, and while Clint Eastwood is just. Being really slow to get there, <laughs> uh, and starts digging up what was the Arch something, Arch know. Stanton. Arch Stanton. He starts digging up Arch Stanton's grave, and then uh, his bones. Clint Eastwood shows up and goes, "You'll be a lot faster with this," and throws a shovel at him. <laughs> uh, and then Tuco starts digging, but then another shovel comes in, and that's when Angel Eyes finally returns, uh, and he's got his gun and he aims it at Clint Eastwood. Uh, well, he tells him it'd be a lot faster if two of you working. Yep. Two Clint- did a
0: lot quicker than one. Yeah,
2: yeah. And Clint was just standing there like, "I'm not doing it." Uh, and huh. Angela like, like
0: match by snapping.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: like that was I didn't know that was
2: even possible. I was like, "How Calistar's
3: finger?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could do that. I miss crazy.
2: I don't miss strike anywhere matches because I've never had them because they don't really make them anymore because there's such a risk mm-hmm. to ship. But oh, to have strike anywhere matches. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah,
1: they, they don't really make strike anywhere matches anymore. That's why you can't it do that like these a, days, yeah. is
2: because the, 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 the fuel is on the, or the spark is on the like match striker pad before yeah, those two true. chemicals were just on the tip. And uh, yeah. I think you can still find them in places, but I you can't buy them on Amazon. That's for
1: sure. Yeah, that would, could you imagine? So he, he snaps a
2: lighter, or he's not a lighter. He snaps a match and lights a cigar, and Angel Eyes is like, do you want to get shot right now? And he's like, you can't kill me because yeah. the gold's not here, and he kicks the, the casket open, which is exposed enough at this point, and there's just a skeleton in it. And then Tuco's pissed because he told him the wrong thing, and blah, oh my blah, God. blah. And then Blondie goes like, why don't we settle this or figure it out or whatever and I'll write the name on this brick. So he scribbles the right name on this brick, throws the brick in the middle of this circular brick something that's here for some reason. Uh, And the three men all, we get a standoff and it's super rad. Um,
3: (laughs) And in anxiety inducing.
2: Yeah, because we get... Holy crap. It's a lot of
3: like shots of
2: faces like with eyes darting, you know? Yeah. Not
1: quite. Yeah, grab the longer guns. it progresses,
0: the more like uh, it, like you know, it cuts between them faster and faster, and it zooms in more and more to show like the anticipation building, which was
1: really well my done. Favorite oh. My favorite shot. and that song is.
3: <clears throat> yeah, oh, sorry, Nick. Go ahead. Now I was just gonna say, my favorite shot was. Angel Eyes reaches down for his gun, and you see his his hand get slowly closer, and then it cuts to Blondie's eyes, and he just gives him kind of a "Don't do that," and you see his hand back away.
0: Yeah, he just shifts his eyes over, and he's like, "Nope, not yet." Yeah, it kind of reminded me of Pulp Fiction when Butch was like, "Yeah, you want that revolver, don't
1: you?" Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Tarantino is so obviously influenced by this movie. So many things have to be, right? This is his favorite
3: movie of all time. No way! Sitting down
0: at the table. Oh, really? Okay. Yep.
1: That's
3: good. You
0: find that in doing the uh, research, I'm sure? No, I just know Quentin. Oh, you just knew? Good friend of mine. (laughs) Yeah, you and Q go back. We're on a first-name basis, yeah. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to see Django after seeing this. I want to see. We've got... Two more more uh recent westerns we got
3: oh I bet you that's super inspired by this. But we're
2: going to Tombstone next and,
3: and well not next, but
2: Tombstone's in there. That's What's from the other 92. Western. Do I? What was the other Western? You said we had two more? T- Tombstone and Django. Oh, Django. Oh right, yeah. right. Yeah. I'm mean, I'm pretty excited for Django after this. So but the standoff ends in a pretty hilarious and um one of those again, Blondie's five steps ahead moments. Um no what was it who pulled first was did angel eyes pull first and then blondie I think was yeah angel eyes uh, I'm not yeah sure. and that's a theme in all the movies like no matter what happens clint eastwood's got the fastest draw yeah um is essentially how it goes and he's really good at fanning and he never misses and it's amazing um and uh so he he uh i think uh, angel eyes pulls first but blondie nails him and then we got to Tuco and he's just like click 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 like super yeah. Fun. yeah. And it's so funny and then he's pissed off and like throws his gun on the ground and uh
0: There's a little string attached to his gun tied so around funny. his neck and he does that yeah. for some reason. It's, no, is no, that no. really better than a pistol
2: belt, like or a holster? Know. Like seems know. like it'd dangle a lot and be kinda Yep, blotty but... like double taps angel eyes and then shoots his gun and then shoots his hat he's just like shooting yeah. as many times <laughs> as possible so like good. shoots his leg yeah. or something into because
1: he falls right into the, a grave
2: yeah oh yeah he Kerman, shoots him more yeah. in the grave yeah so cool and so unnecessary <laughs> yeah uh but then <laughs> then goes so, yeah, Chu- then... real pissed off because he's like when'd you take the bullets out of my gun uh and he tells him last night. Last night, yeah, so awesome when they were sleeping after the, uh, after the whole bridge situation, I guess. Because they fall asleep in that sandbag area after they all almost die in real life from shrapnel flying over their heads. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he makes uh, Tuco dig because it's the uh, it's the unmarked grave next to the grave that they were at earlier. Which uh, yeah, man, he's just so smooth in these movies. It's the best.
0: Yeah, he has all the right information, and he plays it perfectly. Like, cause he knows that whole time and that whole standoff, he just has to watch for Angel Eyes. Yeah. he doesn't have to worry about Tuco, and then Angel Eyes right. is over there looking back and forth frantically. And he's like, I'm just, I just know I have to keep my eyes on him, and he like, he just sets himself up for success. It's just really cool. He's nice to be able to play your hand that perfectly.
2: And this happens to a lesser degree in, um, I think it's, in, Fistful of Dollars, where he gets like actually captured and actually beat up really bad but i guess that happens no spoilers with, i guess that happens with uh, the desert scene but it's like even when clint eastwood is really not in control he's still got an air of confidence that he's gonna pull it out and he always does and it's just a blessing to watch <laughs> it's so cool i love watching him man it's it's so cool but yeah. he, he 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 the money's in the grave it's in bags four bags four for me four for you Uh, just like old times hey Tuco yep but he makes Tuco climb on the rickety cross wooden grave marker and put a rope around his neck and uh
3: right away full circle
0: I had a note that was like everyone's really laissez faire about accepting their fate and really good every, every time they get picked up by like an enemy like Camp or whatever, they're just like, all right, we're here now. Like, they just kind of take everything in stride and roll with it like a tumbleweed, you know? I guess that's just <laughs> the Western mentality, but also you know, really good like, at timing. Would you rather
3: just,
0: yeah, would yeah. you rather in that situation be like, all right, just shoot me? I don't want to get hung to death. I'd rather just get shot and it be over, you know? Mm. <sighs> yeah. He's
3: like, I don't know what it's from, but James Franco's in a movie where he's got a noose around his neck. He's like, looking at the guy beside him, he's like, the ballad of time, Buster huh?
0: Scruggs. Oh, yeah. That's a Coen Brothers movie. That's actually really good. I bet you that's...
3: I remember seeing that. I bet you that's probably inspired by these movies as well. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, oh, it's your first time getting hung by a noose.
1: (laughs) Yeah. First time. But But so used to it.
2: We get the most tension of any noose scene in this one, though, because he's like slipping off this wooden cross thing that's just tied together with the noose on his neck and... Blondie literally. I felt leaves. real
0: bad for uh, Tuco there. I was like, I can't believe. I thought they were buddies again. Like, I can't believe he's gonna leave, put them well, there. Well,
2: it was nice though that Blondie gets the last laugh. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But and then he sh- he of course shoots him down, and then rides off into the sunset. Tuco
0: probably would have betrayed him if he could have. A hundred percent. He would have
2: again. He's got to really send that yeah. message and get a good head start as well. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, so they split the money, a uh, hundred thousand each, and uh, we get
3: a. He literally rides off into the sunset, and it's awesome. It's a good
2: movie. Well, yeah. no,
3: he rides off into the sunset after turning around and shooting the noose. Right. I. Yeah. I, yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 He gets him down. Maybe yeah. we said that. Maybe I, we didn't. I yeah.
3: did. I think I mentioned it. But well, it's <laughs> worth
2: mentioning that he does not leave go forever standing on top <laughs> yeah, of yeah. the grave marker where the noose. Runs he down. does. He does leave him
0: stranded in the desert with his hands tied behind his back and having to carry like forty pounds of gold. Well, you know that's I'm a new sure problem. Tuko, yeah, he'll, he'll figure, figure it out. He'll figure it out. Yeah.
2: He's figured it out before he walks seventy miles yeah. in the desert to get uh, Seventy miles. Seventy miles. If you save your breath, like breathing. I think a man like you, you can make it die quicker. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Does that conserve water somehow when you're in the <laughs> baking sand? <laughs> Exhaling really? all those water
2: particles, you dummy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I did have a note about Tuco that cracked me up. Like he kept having this like the most half assed Hail Mary. Like I think at one point he did it yeah! and he was like it just like, like he's already got around or something. He like, does not like just,
2: to his ears. He's like. Yeah. He's like, it's like the most
0: haphazard and just like kind of throw his hand around. Just it's on the wrist.
2: It gets like less like flamboyantly wrong, but more just like quick, like as
0: he goes along. Yeah. It's like, just
3: falls apart at the end.
2: That was such a good bit of comedy. I, I, so,
3: so good. So question for you guys, who was your favorite character?
2: Oh, I mean, it's Blondie, right? Out of these right? three guys. It's
0: Blondie, right? I expected it's, to it's like Blondie, Blondie, Blondie the most. I liked uh, Angel Eyes, I think. Okay. Whoa. If I, you, I, you I liked you Angel Eyes the most, I liked his look the most. I think he looked like the most iconic villain. And I think I wanted that original... I think I liked um, Blondie at the end the most. Like when he became that like iconic, you know, the the look of him. Mm-hmm, but right. um, when, when Angel Eyes, when you meet him and he's in that doorway and it's that deep focus shot... Of uh, you see the guy on the table and he's just like silhouetted in the door frame. I was like, that's a great entrance. And I was like, I'm immediately drawn to that character. But I also
2: like the black hat villains. Yeah. In case yeah. in point. <laughs> you, know? um, you should really, if you liked that character, you should really watch for a few dollars more. Um, I wanted to do it this week, but I thought that would be too many, like nine hours of movies. So I was like, I don't want to yeah, confuse gotta myself another, here. We got to watch another one, huh? Uh yeah no he's he's very very good and for a few dollars more. He plays a uh quite a different character. Um more of a their partnership's more of like two mercenaries come together kind of deal mm-hmm. um to accomplish a similar goal. Uh but yeah it's it's man the other two movies are super good. They're super good. I feel like I almost like I feel like I almost like the more than this one which is probably incorrect but um, maybe I just have rose colored glasses because they're some of my first Westerns and I really loved them. So, um, let's, uh, should we go to star ratings or do we have any final points? Well, I did have a, so everybody in this movie has a nickname.
0: We have Angel oh, yes, Eyes, yes, Blondie, yes, yes. and I guess is what, the rat? I don't really, he had a couple it seemed the like. Rat, yeah. So I was going to question, like, what do you guys, what would y'all's nickname, your your Western cowboy nickname be? Well, what's, what's yours for? Start us off though. I just, think I, I Probably squinty. Squinty because you're Because
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I laugh or like it might just squint. But I don't, I don't really have Listen, any... Listen, I maybe, try to put Carl in thumbnails. <laughs> yeah. I try to put Carl in thumbnails for this show. And I can just never capture anything because every time you smile, you squint the hardest. Yeah. Oh, but I know. the squint.
2: It's endearing. Awesome. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Or I, dimples.
0: I, maybe they call me dimples I or something. I think
2: for me, dimples. I'm so blind and glasses weren't that good. I'd probably be blind cam or uh shaky hands because i i have very unsteady yeah. hands so i feel like shaky yeah. hands cam like i'd be a terrible shot yeah uh i'd be like the the worthless outlaw in the group Pull shaky hands over there uh i think that'd be uh, i like that one nick well, yeah. what about you you got to have one
3: um slick I'm nick thinking... totally applies by the way
2: that'd be a good so, cowboy
3: name so That's Slick's the, the obvious one. one yeah um also just the klutz the klutz, shaky klutz and dimples
2: (laughs) (laughs) I kinda like it that's pretty good that's the new show everybody shaky klutz and dimples (laughs) (laughs) oh my god We gotta go rob Jake something Jake now. Jake oh, Jake we're going. Let's you. go to the, the bank. <laughs> <laughs> Those bastards! <laughs> oh my god!
0: Just going for town with our bounty scam. Oh man, that's good. That's hilarious. Oh, oh. man, so that's Anybody a, that's have a any good I'm sure I've got some others, but.
2: That's that's what's it, up. That's a good. The only
0: one. other thing I had was that the landscape is kind of a character in this movie, and it's kind of a storytelling device. They okay. like there's so many wide shots and kind of like, because um, I've taken you know a couple art history classes, and like the manifest destiny of like westward movement was like a huge art movement, and like it's like these grandiose panoramic shots. The colors were very like reminiscent of this movie, where I was like, this looks just like an old painting I've seen in like a yeah. like an art class. So, um, the landscape is a huge. I don't know if it's a character, like a storytelling device, but it's definitely like a big component of the way they told the story because I mean, they I've they say, really
2: put you in these huge, uh, uh, like scenes. I've got to say I'm no cowboy, but I, I'm uh, other than the stupid hat for my quarter-life crisis. But I've I love <laughs> western landscapes, man. Like I've oh, got yeah. two, I've only got one framed and that reminds me I have a whole nother one. I need a mountain frame. I've got two Mark Maggiore. Who's a French American oh, yeah. painter that does Western scenes in, in cowboy art. And it's amazing. I've got a Dude, piece the cowboy in my are, living room. The colors
0: are so rich and soupy and it's just like,
2: they're just, we don't get skies like that here. Uh, and it's just, I love looking at that. I've got a painting. That's a couple of cowboys in front of a purple and orange. Sunsetting sky Mm. and it's just my favorite thing in the world like i just love looking at it and i want a million i want a million imaginary paintings man there's that one scene when
0: uh angel eyes is mounting up with his posse and they're on the horses and it's kind of a low shot and the shadows are casting down on the sand and i was like that's a painting right there There there's a lot of really great stylistic shots shots. i there's one where uh when uh Not to get derail everything, but uh, when um, Angel Eyes was like dying in the desert, and Tuco throws a bottle at him, and it rolls and hits him in the head. Hits him
1: in the head, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Blondie. Blondie's broken in in the desert.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. So, and it was just like it rolled and hit him in the head. And I was like, that was a perfect one shot. Like, how did they nail that? There was their like tracks put in there. It was all like one well, thing. Well, not yeah, only it that, because yeah, the, me yeah. Too.
2: the tracks to your point, because it's like, man, if they mess that up, it's like, all right, move everything to the Let's right go, 15 yeah. feet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just been all well, day out I, there.
3: I don't know if it was intentional, but the way that scene was filmed, at least for me, I, I thought that was a giant hill. And even when they were coming over the top, it felt like they were super far away. And then he starts to roll and he's all of a sudden just all up in the camera. Like it was, it was a really good shot. The
2: perspective there was really cool. Yeah. A lot of good shots like that. Um, Yeah. Is it really, I mean, I ripped on the Foley and the, and the mouths not matching, but who cares? It's such a good, just a pretty movie to look at.
3: I'm surprised the, the the audio sync stuff didn't bother me more than it did. Yeah. More than it. Didn't. I mean, yeah it
2: really became
0: background noise yeah of,
2: and I've watched yeah. enough like subtitled shows and stuff you know not in English to not care um, but it is a little jarring when the language doesn't quite match but um, yeah it's just so, so good let's, let's move to ratings though um, now that we've assigned our cowboy names <laughs> um, I, who wants to go first who wants to go first Nick, I kind of want to hear Nick's. Yeah, I I definitely. All right, because this is first question. Nick, go ahead.
0: Those fun reviews.
3: Yeah. So, as my first western, I had zero expectations. Um, what stood out to me the most, though, through this movie was, even though I had never seen a western, I've seen references to western in like modern day stuff. So, like in the stuff like Back to the Future Three or in Westworld. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It was really fun to tie this movie to what I do know about westerns. Um and I think that that speaks to its impact on the genre and uh, on movies in general. Um I didn't have a lot of complaints. My only gripe was not necessarily that it was 3 hours long, but they really I was very aware of how long it was. Yeah, because yeah. of how, like I was saying earlier, like it feels like every thirty minutes you're in a different scene in a different location, the different story, and I think at times I kind of forgot about um, the gold in the cemetery and like what they were all working towards. Um, I loved Blondie. Blondie was definitely my favorite character. I liked that he was, he really was the good out of the three of them right i think the other two because i when i start thinking about movies and like doing my like final thoughts i get really like bigger picture and maybe that's not always the the case but i feel like he really was the good out of the three the other two were very greedy um in their approach and how they did things but he was yeah he broke the law but he he was the way he was based on just needing to survive in right. that kind of society um but he was a good person at the end of the day um yeah no i i liked it a lot i want to watch more westerns now yes um definitely the other two yeah in this series for sure. but also some of the american ones um for star rating i'm gonna go four out of five nice nice yeah I it's, I, it's
2: it's interesting to me that in in the context of at least how the West is portrayed in movies that how good isn't usually isn't like the law. You know what I mean? Like it's not the right. sheriff's good. The good tends to lie somewhere in between yeah, the sheriff's good, which can be heavy handed and overcorrective because of how wild and bad things are and then the bad of the outlaws like the good the moral good is somewhere in the middle and that's just i i I like that (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know what i mean Uh, it lets you be a little fluid and naughty (laughs) while still (laughs) you know you're you're still being being the the good so that's uh, uh that's i like how that's that comes across in in these movies uh
1: The only one who's
0: like truly bad seems like Angel Eyes because he's killing in cold blood. He's very opportunistic. I don't don't, like, yeah, uh, Blondie didn't really kill anyone i don't think yeah,
2: god i mean angel eyes puts a pillow over a guy's head and shoots him in the face five times it's unbelievable yeah. it's
0: like, you know what i'm paid i finished the job and he's like what and i was like geez, this guy's bedridden he's not competition for the gold dude Right? <laughs> like, <it's> not... <laughs> so crazy and after one see, I, shot I was, you're good when that happened, yeah i was like you're wasting a lot of ammo here and i did not expect that from this old movie at all i was like all right we're buckle up <laughs> here we go um my review time yeah go ahead go ahead okay um, all right so uh yeah this is I I had seen some westerns um haven't seen the western you know so this is the western right um I really didn't expect it to take as many detours as it did we've already talked about um not I guess I'm not gonna repeat myself too much here but I mean there's some there were some scenes that were like it almost felt like a, an ex, like a long format music video like when he's in that like basically the entire last uh scene it was almost like some concept album where they just had like <laughs> it's like a story behind the music they were making um which I kinda love. Um but I mean I love the title sequence. I love uh this movie actually sent me on like kind of a rabbit hole because I was like okay now I gotta go watch some Cowboy Bebop because they directly kind of not parody but pay homage to the opening credits. Oh, if you haven't yeah. seen Cowboy Bebop, you got it, it's great. Um the anime, had to though, go watch,
2: not the Netflix show.
0: The yeah the the uh, cartoon the the, uh, yeah I it's yeah a whole different can of worms there. Um had to go rewatch Communities Cowboy episode had to go play a lot of Red Dead and it was immediately mauled by a panther. <laughs> 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 it's like you can't tame the West. Um, yeah I was like uh, you know in this movie the soundtrack is so iconic that final scene like is you know riffed on in so many uh, movies and other pop culture things. So I love. You know, I make memes, so anytime I see like the origin or an iconic scene that's referenced, I'm like, yes, you know, I, it's cool to have like, be, uh, you know, exposed to it. Mm-hmm. Um. I think the thing keeping me from a higher score was what Nick kind of talked about with how it's you feel the length of this movie, yep. and it's less like for you know, Pulp Fiction. You're kind of there's never a dull moment. So I think I'm gonna give it a four point five.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, I kind of agree. Um, I mean, we talked about how... I mean, we all mentioned at different points how we feel that length. We It felt like a three-hour yeah. movie. Now... I kind of wish we had seen the two-hour yeah. to kind of compare it against. Yeah, again, um, like I mentioned earlier, the other two movies I believe are shorter. They felt much yeah. shorter. Now, they're still long. I was going
0: to watch them three, and I was like, okay, well, these other two are a lot more digestible yeah so yeah and, and, was, and because of that and I, like i was sick when i first started watching so i was like i don't think i'm gonna be able to make it through all three right. <laughs> so i was like kind of delirious in the first watch <laughs> just had it's, to do it a couple
2: more times but, i'm more forgiving of older movies i think when they're long i'm more forgiving yeah. of this being long than like um you know the only movie i haven't really liked on this list is Uh, gangs of New York and that movie felt I felt every minute of that two hours and 36 or whatever it was you know what I mean Uh, but this felt long differently it felt long I don't know it felt long-winded not long I guess like there were shots that drug on for a long stinking time but that's been the case for really all of these old movies Um, and I feel like I'm just an old man That likes old movies. I just do. Like all the my favorite. Pulp Fiction aside. All my favorite movies in this list. That we've watched so far. Of the seven or eight that we've done. Have been old. Casablanca. uh, This movie. um, And uh, um, God bless. Citizen Kane. Uh, you yeah. know, I, yep. I, I loved those movies, and they're some of the oldest movies in the bucket. There's other than Gone with the Wind, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, which hopefully is good because that's four hours, like we've mentioned a million times. Because yeah. we're terrified of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as enjoyment goes, I alluded to this in the beginning of the episode. Uh, I there's something about the other two that I think I just I don't I don't know. I think I like them a little more which feels weird to me and i felt that by the way the whole time through the movie the whole time through the movie i was like man i think i liked the other two a little more than this um and maybe it was the length maybe this one was just a little tiring because it was so long um maybe if we had watched the sh- slightly shorter cut uh, i wouldn't feel that way but um i don't know i i the the ending particularly of for a few dollars more uh, I, I preferred over this ending, um, the ending of for a fistful of dollars. I do not prefer over this movie, but it's very good. <laughs> uh, so as far as ending goes, this is right in the middle for me. Um, I don't know. My dad really likes these movies and, and Westerns. A lot of these movies, this is one of the movies, uh, my dad, actually, I have a couple more notes in my phone of, of more Western movies that my dad has given me to watch. And some of them are John Wayne ones that I just hadn't heard before so maybe we throw some of those in 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 next mm. year. Uh because my dad's a western fan a lot of the movies on this list are are uh, not a lot but a couple are movies that uh either I had remembered watching on TV with my dad or that my dad had mentioned uh, goodfellas godfather this movie um and a couple of the muppets movie.
3: <laughs> um let's get your dad <laughs> on the podcast.
2: I'd love to have I, I don't think he ever would <laughs> but man having him on for like the godfather or goodfellas or something would be hilarious. Uh, because he's seen the movies a million times and really likes them. Uh, if we watched a Rocky movie, he, he likes those movies as well. But who doesn't, right? Uh, I think for Never star seen them, uh, <laughs> I've seen all of them, but they all blur together because I, I watched them all like on a TV marathon, you know? Uh, uh,
3: and they, yeah. they all blur together for me
2: in the same way that uh, the first couple of times I watched Lord of the Rings, I watched them back to back to back and I couldn't differentiate them. But I think for star rating, I think I'm also going to go four. Yeah. Um, I really, really enjoyed it, and um, I don't know. I don't know why, but four and a half just feels like too much. Maybe that's sacrilege, but uh, I think I think what's keeping me from four and a half is that I liked. I think I liked parts of the other two movies a little more than I liked this one. So, um, being and that does again feel weird to say, being that this is the quintessential both western and spaghetti western movie. But I'm gonna stick to it. I I think I like parts of the other two movies a little bit more than this one. So, uh before, definitely one of the one of my favorite movies we watched so far. Um, definitely one of my favorite movies we've watched so far. Yeah. I really enjoy. It. I'm glad you enjoyed it, Nick. I was, I was, yeah, uh, yeah I was I, wondering because I was
0: like, this is a real... I,
2: when I pressed play and a, saw a three spirit. hours, I was like, oh my god, Nick's gonna watch out of sync audio for yeah. three hours. He's gonna <laughs> not make it.
0: <laughs> yeah, what? Like 10 p.m. He started, and I was like, yeah, He's hate no, this. I started <laughs> at 11 p.m. Yeah, I started at two. For that one,
2: I started at nine, oh. and I was like, what a mistake! <laughs> you started at 11 yeah. 11 Oh, we got to watch these on Saturdays. Yep. Um,
0: I'll say I liked this one more the second time I watched it, too, because I kind of had an idea going it into it, what it was.
2: He watches all times. these movies a million times. Oh, my God. That's it's nine crazy. hours.
0: I need to re-rent it because I my time went up, and I was like, I wanted to get one more screenshot. <laughs>
1: ghost oh, face. For the eggs, so I the wanted meme. to
0: make the the three tool the dual, and I just had it as a two dual, uh, and I was like, I need that other, I need that facial expression. Yeah. so I was like, it's
3: four, that a facial expression <laughs> definitely didn't exist on the internet.
0: No, there's no way. Well, my, <laughs> my rule is if I make a meme, I cut it myself. So I have to watch it. I have to screenshot it. I have to pick the scene. They're hard like, like, to find too. I mean, one of the
2: smart. one of the stupid. Uh, I don't even know if we released it. One of the stupid Coach Carter memes I found. I like had to use it. Garbage clip on YouTube and it just didn't come out right. Um. Anyway,
1: yeah.
2: should we bucket? Let's bucket. I think we should. Let's do the bucket. Let's decide a next movie. Cause oh boy, Danielle's not here to protest, so we'll see. Did uh, we address that? Did we what? Address where she is? We addressed it at the end of the last episode. She's a Disney. Okay. 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 Uh, our Mickey Mouse apparently wasn't good enough, so she had to fly six hours across the country to see the same mouse in a different place. <laughs> I don't understand it, but whatever. I'm gonna give this a good, Women. <laughs> a good uh, mix-up. Um, oh, I'm so scared. I'm so scared. But I have a movie, and it's backwards. Here we go, everybody. Our next movie is, according to the ticket, we're going back to back. And I'm spilling bullets and we're going to watch Django Unchained is the next. No. Movie. So we're going back to back with oh, Westerns. That is perfect. Uh, and I'm pretty not mad about it. Um, I think it's my hat again. Danielle has seen <laughs> I'm going to have to get a
1: hat next week. Uh, Nick, Do it. Had
2: you seen Django?
3: Mm-mm.
2: Okay. Carl and Danielle have seen it. Uh, I have seen Nick it. Nick and I have not. So we're going to un- uh, be my second Tarantino. Um, I'm pretty excited. Apparently, from what I've heard, there'll be a lot more murder in this one. Um, so, <laughs> hey, I'm I'm hyped though. I'm ready. I want to see another western. I kind of wish it was Tombstone, yeah. but
0: hey, um, that would have been perfect. You have a good kn- kind of
2: like chronological order. I also know how Tombstone ends, which is a huge bummer. I don't I don't know anything about uh about this, but Tombstone famous ending. I'm very excited to get to that movie, but I'm also very excited to watch Django Unchained. So. Uh, That's it for this week. Um, If you want to follow along with us, watch some Django with us and we'll uh, catch you in the next one.